This is the Racing Minds Wireless Podcast, recorded live and completely improvised at the Edinburgh Fringe 2013. In this show, the audience suggested that the main character should be called Franca, that his strange secret should be that he's not a human, that a climactic scene should take place on the tundra on Mars, that the whole play should be sponsored by the shameless plugging of sausages, and the audience suggestion for the title of this completely improvised radio play was... What goes on when the lights come back on? Going live in five, four, three. Ah, Franca, come in, won't you? There we are. Oh, thank you so much, yes. Wonderful, thank you for answering me and then opening the door and entering. Very uh, unusual order, and yet you did it. It's absolutely fine, Mr. Weatherall. Yes, wonderful. Look, Mm. I've got to say, your your work here at the distillery has been exceptional. Ah, thank you. I I bottle more drinks than I've had hot dinners. (laughs) Yes, that's why you're so thin. Yes. Yes. Franca, I've got to say, you, you really are our best worker here. I, I knew it thank was a you. grand idea to hire somebody with, with the understanding of science that you have. Oh, thank you. Yes, I, I do have two PhDs in chemistry and biology, or wow. as I call it, chemology. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. The science of mashing words together. Yes. yes. There we are. You've got that one too. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, well, Mr. Weatherall, is there anything particular I can do for you? I can, I can up my bottle quota from 9,000 to 10,000 if you'd like. If no, Frank, I don't want to work you like a horse. <laughs> <laughs> no, you've done excellently well. The truth is I brought you in here to ask you if you want to be promoted. Promoted? Yes, I, you've just been wonderful and uh, I think maybe the time's come for you to, you know, take a step up. Oh, thank you. Which is why I was going to ask if, if you wanted to be my wife. Your wife? Yes. Uh... It's a very well-paid position. Um, you get adequate holidays every year. Um, Eight-hour day. You're paid for overtime. Uh... You get your own desk. Uh... Well, Mr. Weatherall, I, I've only known you for, for two months. Branga, I understand that it's a difficult decision to make, but you'll come with very glowing references. Yes, well, I have had two husbands before. Of course, they both died very mysteriously. Yes. Mm, So I'm I'm glad that didn't put you off. No, Franca, look, I know I'm not the most open of men, but, well, I feel like I have to ask you, there's something attractive about a woman who can bottle 10,000 bottles of whiskey every year. Oh, yes. How many is that a minute? Loads. It's, uh... It's, it's, it's not actually very impressive if it's only 10,000 a year. Well, how many is it? Uh, how many? Well, it's around... Uh, uh, Factoring in normal holidays? Let's say it's about Probably about 30 a day, I think. <laughs> ah, thank you, Donald. So per minute, that's appalling. Yes, <laughs> it's, it's very, it's very um, poor. I mean, your other workers are absolutely atrocious. They are, Franca. Have you met Donald? I keep him in the corner instead of a calculator. Hello, yes. <laughs> if, you, um, if you have any difficult maths you want to throw his way, then uh, now would be an excellent time to yes, do it. go on. Bang them into me. I'm, I'm sorry, Jabs. Uh, I'm sorry to interrupt, but there's a problem out on the floor, and I desperately need to know what 13 factorial is. Oh, Dennis. Uh, Donald, were 13 factorial. Yes. Uh, That's 1 times 2 times 3 times 4 times 5 times 6 times 7 times 8 times 9 times 10 times 11 times 12 times 13, in case you were wondering what factorial means. Yes, I was, but that, oh. that wasn't the hard part. 
The big battery explained that metallic noise. I can, Anybody uh, got anything? Yes, my batteries fell out. Oh, That's wonderful, why. Donald, yes. I mean, I can turn upside down and show you boobies. <laughs> yes, that is, that is a wonderful office joke. His, Have you seen him do it? Uh, well, not since he left his other job as a stripper. Go no. on, show us. I've just worked out, by the way, I've, I bottle five a day, not 30. That's even worse, Frankie. You should have kept it to yourself. I know. What about you, pianist? Do you know the uh, factorial thing? He's an engineer, but even he's shaking his head. There we are. Shouldn't have asked him. Shouldn't have asked him. Broke the fourth wall for no good reason. There it is, smashed on the floor. Oh, dear. Somebody pick it up. To be honest, I'm not sure it was ever really up. No, that's true. Where are the fourth wall builders? I'm not sure if the third or second wall are truly up, to be honest. I'm up to about 720, and I need to multiply it by eight. Well, you've got about 40 minutes. Let's see how you get on, Donald. 7,200 minus 720 minus It is largely maths-based comedy, so yes. if, if that doesn't tickle your fancy, you should probably go now. There's an excellent game of football on in the next room, which will grow louder and louder as this progresses. I'm not sure Scotland are playing. I doubt it'll be excellent. Well, there we are. Very droll. He's Scottish. He's so it's Scottish. Fine. It's Scottish, fine. I can say that. Yes. Despite his borderline English pronunciation. There we are. Franca. Y- yes, Despite Mr. all Weatherall. of those interruptions, yes. I still want you to marry me. The offer's on the table. The contract is here for you to sign. It's just a big picture of my heart. It is. Oh, you you got that scan especially from the cardiology wing of the hospital, didn't you? Yes, I did. I pretended I had a heart attack. I had them scan me in. Eight people died because they were waiting for a bed. Well, Mr. Weatherall, I I just can't decide. I simply cannot. I... Uh, well, then let me decide for you and say yes. Oh, uh, uh, I, I, I must have. Give me 24 hours. Oh. 24 hours to think, Mr. Weatherall. I should have known you're a woman of science, a woman of physics and biology and math. Uh, chemistry and biology. And chemistry, sorry. <laughs> of course you'd want thinking time. I'm sorry. I'm sorry I ever asked you in here. Now leave, through the door or any of the missing walls. No, Mr. Weatherall, don't. Don't turn me away. I just need to think. You're... I'm not dismissing you from your post. I'm oh. just... I'm trying to give you thinking time. Thank you, Mr. Weatherall. You, you're a wonderful man, but I just... I have to think before I... jump into the marriage pool. Very well. <laughs> but this promotion will still be available to you, and who knows? If you take it, maybe one day you could, could become my husband or my father. It seems like the logical uh, next step. Yes, yeah, I suppose it does. You know, no, it doesn't really. Uh, well. Oh, she's gone. I can still talk to you though. What with the missing walls. That's true. We just we just have a door and no walls. Yes. Well, I hope you will assent to marry me, Franca, because you would make me the happiest man alive. And that's I'll, with a very small data pool. I'll think about it, Mr. Weatherall. I'll think about it. Okay. Oh, she kissed the door. <laughs> Mitchum. Hello! <laughs> Sorry, I'm very excited. It's my birthday today. You've picked a fine time to learn a new voice. Yes, I know. I thought I'd better put it in. <laughs> I'm 35. <laughs> thought it'd be time to mature. Look, Mitchum. Yes, go on. Things are going from bad to worse. Oh no, that means they're traveling through awful. Yeah. <laughs> they started at bad. They're currently residing in awful. Their next destination is worse. Soon they'll move on to the station of abysmal. Then on to truly atrocious parkway. 
before arriving at as bad as they can possibly be. Because you did Parkway, I thought you were going to do uh, Boulevard as the last syllable of that one. I don't know why you would think that. Because it's my birthday, and that was my wish. (laughs) It was an awful wish. (laughs) And now I've told you, so it won't come true. It it already... It didn't come true. That's true. Not to worry, though. I've got a cake at home. I'll stick some candles in it and make the magic happen again. Uh, Any drinks, gentlemen? Oh, he's coming again like he always does. Offering drinks. I'm offering drinks, but largely I just wanted to interrupt him. Anything for you? Uh, no, I'm I'm quite well. I'll have a pint of tomato ketchup, please. (laughs) How entirely consistent with your irritating character. Dagenbait. Get me... A pint of crude oil. My God, this one-upmanship can only end in tears. No, I want to make a dramatic point with it. Yes, of course, sir. I'll check the fridge. Mitchum. Yes, Godfrey. Do you know how much that pint of crude oil is worth? Uh, yes. Really? Yes. Well, if a barrel is about uh, $110, is it, at the moment? Is it? And then uh, a barrel in uh, beer terms would be about, uh, it's about 98 pints? I mean, it depends on the barrel. If it's a firkin, it's going to be a lot less. Anyway, I mean, again... The point is, Mitchum... Yeah, let's not do any more maths. It's my birthday. Which birthday is it? 35th. Oh, maths. That's not maths. That's just knowledge. It's a number. So, just numbers aren't just maths. Here's your crude oil, sir. Are you saying that the game Connect Four is maths? Oh no, my ears have fallen off. I can't hear or engage with you. Good, I hope you bleed to death from your aural canals. So do I. How did you just hear that? Uh, I guessed. Yes, well, of course, I was going to say something. I was answering a completely different question. (laughs) The point is, Mitchum. Yes, Godfrey. This pint of oil is worth a lot less than it was yesterday. Oh no, because it's been standing out and lost its carbonation. <laughs> then again, surely all oil is carbonated, being based on carbon life forms. <laughs> Thank you, I'll hit myself on the wall. At least we've got walls here, that counts for something. Are you oh, okay, sorry, sir? sorry, I, drift, I literally fell asleep for a second there. Yes, doesn't surprise one. It's worth less than it was yesterday, and less than the day before that. The price of oil is falling. Do you know why, Mitchum? I don't know why. People, (laughs) thank goodness for that. People are moving away from oil. They're starting using other energy sources. Solar power. Solar power, Mitchum. Yes, that's with the sun. Up to 50% of all the world's appliances are run off solar power at Really? This point. What year are we in? And the number grows every day. Well, that's how time works. Would you like to have him killed, sir? No, you're not killing me. This voice is a new one. I'm trying it out and it's gonna work. Maybe ease it in a little bit more. Well, I just went in there with a high. There's loads of solar power, and I'm an oil tycoon, so I'm unhappy about the solar power. That there, makes sense. I've now done all the exposition I need to do in this scene. You guys go. Exactly. Basis of a strong narrative arc. Let's see how it pans out. Yes, one. 
must, might I say, what a pleasure it is to have you gentlemen in the club. You know, all of the lights here are run on solar power. It's wonderful these days. Yeah, the lights in this club, the calculators in people's offices, except in that one distillery where they use a man. Yeah. It seems strange running lights on solar power. Why don't you just get rid of roofs? Because sometimes it's night. Yes, but you should be sleeping at night, recuperating and energizing yourself for the day ahead. If I might say, sir, there is a thing called weather. I beg your pardon? There is a thing called weather. I live in a hermetically sealed bubble. It has a roof. No, it's a sphere. It has side. No, it doesn't have side. It has a surface. None of which can be determined as the roof. You really are the most annoying character you've ever created. I'm, I don't know. Remember the cave of St. Philan's? Vaguely. Was that, no, that wasn't a radio play, was it? That was even more annoying because I think I licked you. Oh no, we've lost the walls here as well. <laughs> That's good, maybe Dougie can escape. He looks like he wants no, I, to. I've done everything I'm doing in the scene. I mean, to be honest, he'll it's enjoy it. It's only going to finish when you guys finish it. Yes, he'll enjoy it more you in know, here than sir. out there watching his national team. I think all of us are wondering, wouldn't it be a lot better if you had something to fill your mouth with so you didn't have to talk anymore? <laughs> if only there was something conveniently tasty and mouth-sized we could pop in there. If only. But alas. Especially considering I'm a vegan. Alas, we don't have anything. Did I hear that someone's mouth needs to be rammed full of stuff? That's right, it does. Well, did I hear that they're a vegan? Well, yes, I am a vegan. I well, love vegan. Well, why not just shove these vegan sausages right in his mouth? There's over eight of them in every packet, and they come in vegan, vegetarian, and meat. If he's a vegan and you don't like him, why not use the meat kind? It's a bad joke, but it will annoy him. Is over eight Lyle or just any lumber upwards of eight? <laughs> it's just over eight. <laughs> Wonderful. They sound fantastic. Let's ram them all in his gaping maw and hope he shuts up. Are you sure you're not going to cook them first? No. no. <laughs> That's right. Sausages. Destroy those you hate. Oh, what to do, what to do, whether to, to marry Mr. Weatherall and, and become his wife or, or whether to, to, stay, to stay alone after my, my last two husbands, of course, that didn't end well, not at all. Oh, this, this old river that I come by to think, oh, fishes, what should I do? Oh, oh hello. Mademoiselle. Oh, hello. I saw your... Sorry, I'm just pouring some more water in this lake for the fishes. Ah, that's so kind. I've always thought that the, the fishes in this, in this lake need more. It's, la it's like feeding the ducks, but it is hard to do with fishes. Yes, of course. Oh, oh my, you're, you're so kind. Look at, look at the water that you're pouring in. Volvic water. That, that's the most expensive water. Unless oui. you're in a restaurant. C'est vrai. Yeah. What's your name? My name is Jean-Michel. Jean-Michel. Tell me, oh, in, did in I hear you ask a question about whether you should marry a certain man? Yes, you see, well, my, my boss has asked me to marry him, and I've only known him for two months, but he is very kind, he's a very nice man, but I, I'm not sure if I should, and now that I look into your eyes, I, I regret even considering whether to marry him. Oh, Jean-Michel, you have two female names if you were English, but 
Ma, what is your name? My name is Franca Lingua. Well, you have one male name if you were English, so we are a perfect match. It's true. Oh, Jean-Michel, your eyes are burning into mine. It's, I feel the electricity surging through my temples and into my brain. Oh, Franca. Making my muscles ripple and swivel and twist and twirl. If oh. you are unsure about whether you should marry a man, then you should not. It should be something you know deep in your soul. Something that bubbles out of you like the sweet highland springs from which this Volvic comes. Yes. Oh, Come with me, Franca, and I will show you such romance, such amazing excitement, such passion in life, such a joie de vivre, that you will know whether you should marry that man or not. Oh, Jean-Michel. Oh, my, my heart is leaping out of my chest. Oh, oh a passing bird. Why did you kiss that passing bird? Uh, well, I, I, sometimes I'm just overcome with joy at, at the beautiful nature of life, and you're part of that nature, Son Michel. Ah, oui. But, Franca, there is so much more. Come with me and I will show you the moon and the stars. I will show you a galaxy of love. Oh, oh, Jean-Michel. So, Mitchum. Yes. Thank you for giving me some time to recover from my bout of severe food poisoning. I feel like my insides have been violated. As a proud vegan, those meaty intestinal tubules really messed with my belly. Mitchum. Yes, Godfrey. I'm in serious mode now. It's not my birthday anymore. I'm not going to mess around. We've got to do something about the solar power. Yes. Now, a smaller-minded man would say... We've got to adjust our prices to make our products more attractive. But we don't want to do that, because then we'll lose money. Exactly. See, I can be sensible A man too. with a slightly larger mind would say, why don't we do something nefarious? Why don't we sabotage the shoal power? Why don't we lobby government to make stricter legislation? But I am a man with a large mind, Mitchum. And I say, why don't we do something to the sun? Oh my god. The sun? What, like, blow it up? I hadn't thought of that, but that's an excellent idea. Really? Yes, I, I am accepting your plot point. Amazing. And we are going to progress as if it was a sensible idea for this narrative. Uh, is that wise, sir? No, he is it's an not. Imbecile. Well, what were you going to do? No, no, I was going to blow up the sun. You got it in one. Oh, awesome. Nice to be a, con a contributing character. <laughs> it is nice, isn't it? I enjoy it. Get a taste for it, why yes, not? Yes, it's tasty. Now. Mmm, tastes like fame. In that it tastes like a leg warmer. I knew she'd like it. <laughs> now, if we are going to blow up the sun, we are going to need rockets and missiles and space bases. I want you to get on the phone to the accounts department and see if we can rustle up a budget for this. I can do that. Good. 
I will get on the phone to the engineering department and see if we can rustle up any rockets and missiles, etc. and whatnot. And then, then, Mitchum, we will take space by storm, blow up the sun, and control the Earth. Will Godfrey and Mitchum blow up the sun? Will Franca fall in love with Jean-Michel? And how much insane self-referential crap will come up in the dazzling second part of What Goes On When The Lights Come Back On? But no! The six o'clock news. Six o'clock news with Walter Mangrove. The Chancellor of the Exchequer has today revealed that the massive overspend and a huge increase in the United Kingdom budget deficit was due to the fact that he was using a man instead of a calculator. This man could not add up for toffee, not for toffee, and therefore the huge increase in the national budget deficit was because of this. When asked why he didn't use a calculator, he said, Welcome, Chancellor of the Exchequer. Uh, Sir Richard Orderly. Sir I, Richard. Yes, thank you very much for having me. Why did you decide to use a man instead of a calculator for well, calculating the budget deficit? Yes, well, he was very kind and he bought me a drink. And had he been drinking when he bought you this drink? Uh, yes, he had, and I took that as proof he would be better than a calculator because I tried to make my calculator drink and it was having none of it. I would uh, like to step in as the uh, assistant to the minister yes, here thank you. and point out that the man's name was, in fact, Cassio. Yes, it was. It did. just turned out his parents were fans of Shakespeare. Ah, an Italian or just a fan of Shakespeare? <laughs> just a fan of Shakespeare. They hate the Italians. Ah, They, in good. fact, really rather xenophobic. Yes, ah. that was another reason we thought he might be good at looking after the nation's finances, his hatred of Italy. <laughs> with very poor right. finances. It was an attempt at some political satire, but it went down awfully badly. Yes. Uh, and the uh, Italian foreign minister has just announced that he is breaking off diplomatic relations with the United Kingdom. Yes, we are not going to do that business here no more. Well, I'm very happy with that because his voice was irritating. And, uh, Sir Richard, how are you going to make up this newly increased budget deficit of £900 million, darling? Uh, we'll sell our calculator. And how much is the calculator worth? Well, I've asked him and he's not saying. Ah, thank you very much, Chancellor of the Exchequer. I can't uh, say it was a pleasure. because uh, it wasn't. No. No. Uh... Sport. Uh, in the squash, uh, my mother put in far too much cordial. Uh, in the weather, uh, it will be mostly sunny and a little bit chair. Space travel! Gigantic explosions! Probably more maths! All this and more in the dazzling conclusion of What Hell Goes On When the Lights Come Back On? We'll take space by storm, blow up the sun, and take over the world. Oh, Jean-Michel, that was, that was amazing. That was incredible. Oh, oh I've thank never... Thank you. Bolognese in my speciality. Yes. I haven't felt that good in years. That was, that was amazing. My trick oh, is... I'm, uh, sorry, I'm just doing the dishes as we talk. Uh, oh, it's all right, but I can do them. You did all the cooking, all the chopping, all the... No, Michel. No, I am Michel. No, Michel. Do not let her. Okay, Jean, I will not. Sorry, what, what was that, Jean-Michel? 
I was just remonstrating with myself. Oh, the French, eh? <laughs> Franca, you deserve to be treated like a princess. Mm, well, I just want to be treated... No, like... you deserve to be treated like a god. Oh. And I will do that for you. Jean-Michel. You are so beautiful with your long golden hair. Yes. Your well-shaved beard. Yes. <laughs> Yes, I didn't do it myself. Your small, womanish frame. Yeah. <laughs> yes. 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 <laughs> oh dear, my voice broke for a second. Oh, it sent ripples of pleasure through my very being. Oh, Jean-Michel. Oh, let's just cast our clothes off and make love right here by the fire. Oh, I'm sorry. Mr. Jean-Michel, do no. you want me to scrub down the hob? No, but I would like you to put out that fire, please. Oh, no, but I started to get rid of the rubbish. Such excessive charges for tipping nowadays. I think the phone's going, I think. I will go and answer it for you. Oh, there's a tiny train in your kitchen. 70% of the time I have no idea what you are on about. Hello, the Jean-Michel household. Moira speaking. Give me that phone. Is that... It's mine now. Monsieur, bonjour, who is there? Uh, Hello, I'm trying to find Franca. Franca, yes, she is here. Could I have a little word with her? Oh, I suppose so, Franca. It is a pudgy-sounding man on the phone for you. Oh, thank you, Jean-Michel. Hello? Hello. Is that you, Franca? Oh, Mr. Weatherall. Yes. How did you know I would be here? I'm just having dinner with a friend. Um... I I looked in the phone book. They're updating it every five minutes these days. What, with the locations of places that you might be visiting? Um, yes, it's a new policy to try and combat the internet. Uh, now they print the phone book every five minutes with the exact location of every person. Yes, it is scary sometimes, you know, on, on Facebook when you've been out at a pub and you find that one of your slightly odder friends has written that you've been in that pub. Yes, we've gone to great lengths to explain the fact that I phoned you and I rather wish we hadn't. Oh. Anyway, Mr. Weatherall, yes. Franker, I've been phoning for two reasons. Well... One main one. I, I realize now from the fact that I haven't seen hair nor hide of you, if that's the expression for... It is the expression. For two days. I realize that maybe you're not romantically interested in me, but I need you back here. Back in your job. The, the distillery is all going wrong. There's strange rumblings and bubblings. Things are firing up that shouldn't be. All the machinery is going haywire. Oh, of course. My job. I forgot about it. Oh. Oh, I'll be... I'll... Yes, of course, Mr. Weatherall. I'll be, I'll, I'll, I'll be there as soon as I can. I'll Very well. I, I can hear from the sound of your voice that you've been eating bolognese with another man. Um, Mr. Weatherall, your hearing is absolutely exemplary. And I'd just like to say that I understand. And I support it entirely. I, I, don't, I don't mean to hurt your f- feelings, Mr. Weatherall. I, I no. still haven't made up my mind. That's fine, Franca. The most important thing to me is that you are happy. I'm, s- I'm sorry, Mr. Weather. Do you want me to come now to the distillery? Well, just make sure you're there tomorrow morning, because things are going really wrong here. All right. Goodbye. Goodbye. Jean-Michel. Jean-Michel. Sorry, I just... I think you... I, the new I just gave some of my bolognese to the tramps outside. <laughs> that was fantastic! Absolutely brilliant. 
My secret is I put some golden syrup in. Some what, sorry? Golden syrup. Golden syrup? Oui. Oh. Yeah. Well, that's one nil to the... <laughs> to the tramps. <laughs> to the tramps, yes. <laughs> he is definitely Scottish. Right. Um, so, Jean-Michel, I have to be back at work tomorrow, but tonight is for tonight. Oui. Oui, oui, oui. Oh, another, way, another passing bird. Yes. By the way, who is that Moira? Hello. <laughs> hey. I Mr. have no idea. Mr. Jean-Francois, I can't help but notice how much the trams in Georgia Bolognese. Last time they found it disgusting. How have you improved it for this serving? Golden syrup, I think, wasn't it? No. Yes, it, that was explicitly <laughs> stated. Yes, but that has always been in it. What about these long, thick, chunky things? Oh. What, you put my fingers in there? <laughs> yes, I put in some lady fingers. Or oh, okra. <laughs> no, the French is called lady fingers, how you say, sausages. Really? Is that because the French ladies have the fat phalanges? <laughs> oui, c'est vrai. So... Where do you get your sausages from? It's fine. I think the sponsors will be happy with that mention. Okay. That's, uh, okay. Sausages for offending both uh, people and races. <laughs> now, Franca. Yes. Come into my arms. Oh. Do you want me to stick around to clean up after? <laughs> Mitchum. Yes. So nice of you to keep having me back. Look, isn't it amazing? It's beautiful. Red as far as the eye can see. That's oh. right, we're on Mars now. <laughs> yes, the way we co-opted those breweries to ride up like a rocket. We set up a base and are firing missile upon missile into the sun. With every explosion, a solar wave is sent out and more and more of the electricity on Earth gained from solar power goes awry, astray. May I ask what we're putting in these missiles? Because I'm trying to think how we're going to destroy something that's mainly the explosion of hydrogen and helium. So I thought of hydrogen bombs, but then thought that's technically and physically not going to work. We are filling them full of uh, Acme dynamite. <laughs> yes! The deadliest thing in the world. And also, also some phone-tapping allegations, because that always helps to destroy the sun. Hey! <laughs> Got you. Thank you. Thank you, friendly Martian. <laughs> I'm the butler from earlier. Oh, yes, yeah, sorry. It's just because your face is green because of the travel sickness. Yes, and because there's very little air on Mars. <laughs> My God, he looks like Arnold Schwarzenegger in Total Recall. <laughs> I thought that was a 5% one, but it worked. Now, we must just maintain our current course. No one knows we are here. No one can get to us. It is impossible for anyone to reach us in any less than, I think, several years. So we are unstoppable. Continue, Mitchell, with your finger upon the button. Fire! Ah, thank you for coming in, Frank. Look, everything's going astray, awry, a, a long, 
Oh, yes, you've come in now. Wonderful. Yes, of course. Do I have to say that bit again? Uh, uh, no, Mr. Weatherall, because there's no walls, I heard. Oh, of course. Yes. Sorry. Did I hear someone say they require some walls? Oh, yes. Yes. We could really do with some walls here. Really well, cool. why not try these new wall sausages? Oh, that's wonderful. That's wonderful. And they'll, they'll cover us from rain or snow or sleet or acid rain. Well, Absolutely. They may taste like the scrapings of the abattoir floor that they are, but they make excellent building materials. Wonderful. We can use them on every part of the building, including the porch. No, that's not great, is it? Anyway, Franca. Yeah, thank you, sir. Look, everything's bubbling up. They're, they look like they're about to blow. I think you're the only one here who knows science. You'd better climb right on top of all of these big distillery basin pot things that I definitely know the name of. They're called stills. Thank you. Yes, not anymore. They're moving all over the place. You'd oh. better... Climb up on top of the biggest one. Mr. Weatherall, the, the lights have gone out. My God. Goodness Our solar me. energy is failing. Oh, no. And of course, but a distillery is the most unsafe place to work when there aren't lights on. If oh. we don't have energy, then all of the safety systems start stopping the stills from blowing will be offline. Uh, Franca, get down from there. Oh, my God, it's about to blow. My goodness. Yes, that's the noise it makes. There we are. Look, it's shooting her up with a great explosion of fermented liquid stuff. Ah! Franca! No, Mr. Weatherall! She's traveling literally years in a few minutes. My God. Oh, she's gone. Don't celebrate. I We've never just liked lost her our anyway. best worker. No, I never liked her. Damn it. Oh, Franca, wherever you are, I hope you're okay. Did you say Franca has gone? Yes. Shot up there into space on the back of a massive wave of distillery power. Ah. I assume you are Monsieur Weatherall. Yes, I am. I am Jean-Michel. Oh. We are both fighting for the heart of that goddess. Yes, we are. But we must do it together. I will do anything to get her back. And I ask for your help. All right, you can have her back. I'll have the rest of her. <laughs> it's not the time. I will help you. I will do anything to help you. We and get if she her... Sorry, go on. We get her back, and then she may choose which one of us she loves. Very well, but how can we get her back? How can we possibly fly up to space? There is only one way. Yes? We must climb on top of another of these stills. Oh, of course. All right, then. Here goes nothing. Red... red dust. Red... red other dust. Hello. Hello. What are you? I'm a Martian. A Martian? Yeah. Where am I? You're on Mars. On Mars? My goodness. What is your name? My name is Franca. Hello, Franca. Hello. I, 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 was, just, I was just shot out of a distillery. Oh. But, <laughs> yes. And I've landed on Mars. It's, 
Welcome. Do you want me to take you to our leader? Yes, I suppose I... Well, you're already here. Are you the leader of Mars? I'm the only person living here. Look, Lucky look, young Mars. Martian. The last thing that I remember before I was shot out of that distillery was, was looking at my watch. <laughs> it was 2 p.m. Yes. And then I looked up at the sky and it was dark. Yes, there were some naughty, naughty people here on Mars. Who? Naughty people, show yourself. They're not near us. They're far away in the Victoria Crater. Oh, well, take me to the Victoria Crater, young Martian. I need a piggyback ride. I have stubby legs. All right, you direct me. Oh, nice hooves. (laughs) They're called clogs. Are we there yet? Uh, No, it's quite far. But luckily, because of the atmosphere, you can actually run and jump higher and faster. Mitchum. Mitchum. Yes. Mitchum. Hello. I was just doing more missiles. Good. Blew, blew up the moon. Excellent. That means the seas will move about more and we can get all the oil that's underneath them. Yes. Also, it means I can say, poor moon, and then, listen, someone's going to come in. Did I hear somebody say, poor moon? Well, we can do the opposite of a poor moon by giving you a riche monde. Yes, like Richmond sausages. Here are some Richmond sausages. Don't worry, I'll kick him off into space for that awful joke. He's dead. It's a generous use of the word joke. Well, bilingual punning. We are soon at the end of our task, Mitchum. The sun is nearly destroyed. Yes. And then all the energy on Earth will be down to our oily goodness, our black gold, the liquid... uh, The globe's sebum. Yes, the globe's sebum. Sebum, the technical name for facial oil. (laughs) It's always a fun word to say. You know, I miss the maths. Well, you could take away the EB and have a sum. Excuse me. I mean, who would have thought that's the thing that gets a clap? I haven't quite died. Can you please stamp on my head until I am definitely dead? I can't take it anymore. Oh, thank you. Oh, precious pain. It's the yes. least I can do. Oh. But wait. Wait. Mitchum. What is that? In the distance. It approaching. Looks like a woman with a green head. No. She's got a Martian on her back. My, my God. It is all right. There is no way she can destroy us. This base is impenetrable to all attacks. This way! Come on! I know a secret little passageway where the defenses are weak. Look, Jean-Michel! There they are! Brace yourself for landing! Oh, man! Oh! Oh. Look, they're over there, in that crater. If we're going to help, we'd better do it soon. We, oui. Quick. We must follow on. Uh, just before we do that, have you got any convenient explanation for why we haven't all died of asphyxiation? Ah, uh, yes. Whiskey is the water of life. That'll do. <laughs> Off we go. Here we are, then. I'll sneak up behind them. Sneaky. Yep. Yes, young Martian. I'm not young, I'm old. How old are you? 
5,000. 5,000? Eons! Ma- mercifully closer to death. 5,000 eons. Turn around, you evil chaps. Ah. Uh, ah. Uh, young lady. Hello. We've been expecting you. Damn it. Yes. <laughs> Damn it, I thought I was sneaking up secretly. No, you were talking to that Martian. Damn it. And he shouted eons really loudly. He did. Now look here. An eon is... A type of energy supplier, yes. Now look. I was shot up here from the earth. And the last thing I remember was that it was dark at 1pm. Now what on earth have you done to the sun? The sun's hardly there anymore. It looks tiny. What, what have you done? Yes, young lady. And when I press this button, it will fire the final missile, which will destroy the sun. You absolute creep, you... Oops. I pressed it. No! You... (laughs) The sun! You've destroyed it! Listen to my clockwork missile fly through space. There's no way anyone can stop us now. We'll be the only energy suppliers in the whole world. You bomb! Oh my god, look, Jean-Michel! The sun has gone out once and for all! Really? I don't think you'd be able to see it do that because the light would take time to travel to Mars. All of the light has gone off! Yes, it would only take about 15 minutes to travel to Mars, and we can easily say we jumped 15 minutes there. Yes, we did. I noticed it happened. Look, my hair is longer. We. All the lights are off. Oh my god. I do not want to imagine what will happen when they come back on again. No! You stop right there, you evil man! What are you gonna do, lady? Well, there's something I've never told anyone before. And that's that I am not a human being. I am Frank Ra, the sun god. I really am a goddess, Jean-Michel. And I'm pregnant. Mon Dieu. Whose baby is it? It's Jean-Michel's. Oh, damn. You see, a a sun god's birth cycle is is one day. I piled on the pathos earlier. I thought you might end up with me. I guess it makes sense that the birth cycle would be one day for a sun god. The sun rising from your uterus. And popping out in the west. (laughs) Look, it's beautiful. The sun emerging from her skirt. Rising up again. Oh, it's a painless birth. Yes, because you had Velcro there. (laughs) And and while it starts off small and therefore does not immolate us all instantly, it grows in size as it moves towards the center of the solar system. It's a toddler sun learning to talk and walk. Hey, I think I can get a job for it in Teletubbies. Oh, if only it had immolated us all. Look, it's taking its place back. Back in the solar system. Look, Franca, our sun is growing up. Uh, That's wonderful. That's beautiful, Jean-Michel. That really is. Oh, Mr. Weatherall, I'm sorry that I I was impregnated by Jean-Michel. No, it's fine. I think it's entirely appropriate that the sun should be half French. You're, you're sorry that we shared our love together? No, no, I'm, I'm more sorry that he found out this are way. You, are oh, you I sorry? See. Are you sure you're not Soleil? That doesn't even sound similar. 
Well, Look, I, was, I was just going to add in, ow, oh, thank you. You know, back in the old days, when there were societies in Aztec places and stuff who worshipped the sun gods, they always did human sacrifices. I was just going to say, why don't we I kill think Mitchum? Mitchum and yes. this little alien. Oh, no, not Might me. be the perfect two beings to die. Yes. To celebrate this union of Mars and Earth, we'll kill one of each. Oh, Mitchum well, and the alien I mean, dying I, instantly together. I, yes, I'm happy to die, but now why, why kill the Martian? <laughs> Let us... Let us kill them together, and as a sun goddess, I'm not restricted to one husband. I'll have Jean-Michel for his cooking and lovemaking, and you, Mr. Etherall, for your small talk and, and money. Thank you. I mean, you're just prolonging my... Franca, there's a little bit of fire that uh, dripped on the carpet when you gave birth. Yes. Let's kill them with that. Yes. There we are, look at them burning to death. Ah! Their mouths went first so they can no longer speak. Well, Franca, Monsieur Weatherall, now we are all here together on Mars. I am only worried about how we will get back to Earth. After all, space travel is a whiskey business. <laughs> That was the Racing Minds Wireless Podcast, starring Daniel Roberts, Chris Turner, Dougie Walker and Tom Skelton, with Tom Hodge on the piano and Archie Cornish on the foley. To find out more, visit www.racingminds.co.uk, like us on Facebook or befriend us on Twitter. And please do spread the word. <laughs>